The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw Jesus, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. Today is Holy Trinity Sunday, and you may be wondering why I didn't try to explain the doctrine of the Trinity to kids. It turns out that that's not so easy. Despite the fact that we have all of these really cute little metaphors that we can use to teach that God is three in one and one in three. It's a tricky concept to try and explain to kids. So what we do is we use metaphors like this. The Trinity is like an egg. It has a shell. It has a white part. And it has a yellow part. They're three different parts, but they still make one egg. And that's what God is like. Or we talk about water. The Trinity is like water. Water is a liquid, but it can become a solid. And it can also become a gas if you heat it up. But all three are still water. And that's what God is like. Or, the Trinity is like my different names. My birth certificate and my driver's license say that my name is Clayton. But, my kids call me Dad. Kate calls me Lovebug or Honey or whatever. So, I'm one person, but I have many different names and different relationships based on who I'm interacting with. And that's what God is like. Well, I hate to break it to you, kids. All of that is heresy. I'm sorry, it is. If anyone has ever explained God to you using one of those metaphors, it's heresy. That's why I didn't try to explain the Trinity to the kids, because... I would have been creating little heretics. The egg metaphor is the heresy of partialism. None of the three parts of the egg are fully and completely equal to the entire egg. They are part of the egg, but they are not the whole egg. The Father, Son, and Spirit are each separately fully God. Yet they three, the three together still add up to one God, not three. The water metaphor is the heresy of modalism. The problem is that the same water molecules cannot be liquid, solid, and gas at exactly the same time. God does not switch from Father to Son to Holy Spirit one at a time like the water. God is always three and always at the same time one. The name tag metaphor is the heresy of subordinationism. Dad 
and Lovebug are my nicknames. They don't fully capture or describe me. Those names are subordinate to the name that completely describes me, Clayton. This heresy says that one person of the Trinity is more important than the other two. But the doctrine of the Trinity would say that all three persons are equal. It's easier to be a heretic than you thought, right? Heretics aren't so bad, though. After all, Martin Luther was excommunicated for heresy. So you'd be in good company if you thought about that. Now, the Trinity is important because it is one of the defining characteristics of Christian theology. It is one of the primary things that sets our religion apart from all others. That also makes the Trinity crucial to our own self-understanding of Christianity. But the Trinity also presents challenges for mainly two reasons. First, the word Trinity doesn't appear in the Bible anywhere. And second, We've chosen to define our unique understanding of God by using a concept that is unexplainable. So, in other words, we believe that being Christian means defining, God's in ter- defining God in terms that don't explicitly appear in the Bible, as well as defy any kind of comprehension. It's not a new problem, though. Listen to this quote from Augustine one of the fathers of the early church who was from Africa and lived in the 4th and 5th centuries. Only material bodies fill or occupy material space. The Godhead is beyond all space. Let no one seek the Godhead as though it were in space. Everywhere the Godhead is invisible and indivisibly present. Who can comprehend this? What then are we to say of God? For if you have grasped what you wish to say, it is not God. If you had been able to comprehend it, you would have comprehended something else in the place of God. If you had been almost able to comprehend it, your mind has deceived you. It is not God if you have understood it. But if it is God, you have not understood it. Holy Trinity Sunday celebrates the wonder of relationship with God while leaving us distinctly dissatisfied with our limited understanding of what God is. We have all these words we use to attempt to understand God. We have scripture and doctrines and creeds and symbols of our heritage. You can hear the grasping to understand God in the readings that we heard from today. Today's gospel contains one of the few biblical references to the Trinitarian formula. As the 11 disciples are commissioned to make more disciples, baptize and teach, they're given words to use that aren't fully explained. The text from 2 Corinthians also includes a kind of naming of the Holy Trinity as Paul says goodbye in this personal letter. Psalm 8 praises God, the creator and sustainer of all creation. Genesis 1 hints at this idea of God, the creator, the spoken word who creates, and the wind of God over the void. But they all fall short. They're just pieces 
of what God is like. That God is beyond our understanding, maybe both troubling and comforting. As rational people, our temptation may be to attempt to fully comprehend God using our brains, our intellect. But the result is usually disappointing and feeds our bias towards intellectualism. I think part of what the readings are trying to tell us is that if you want to understand God, then take a look at creation. Behold the glory, the color, the diversity of creation, because that explains God's wonder better than any words we have. What we're left with is prayer. But prayer won't teach us what God is. Prayer allows us to know who God is. God is not a concept to be understood and explained. God is a relationship in which we are known. Just because God is beyond our understanding doesn't mean we give up on trying to understand God. It might mean we give up on trying to control God, though. God is unfathomable mystery. Augustine said, if you can understand it, it's not God. But that didn't stop him from trying to understand God. One of the enduring metaphors he came up with was that God is the lover, the beloved, and love itself. If at the core, God is love, then God is a trinity of love. Lover, beloved, and the love that binds them together into one. May the mystery of the Holy Trinity bind you into that love as well. Amen.